Rashard Neal, welcome back to the Perpetual Podcast. It's my pleasure, man. Thanks for having me. I remember the first first time I was talking about this today about our previous uh, interview about mm-hmm. OV. That, that was the, I believe the whole uh, gist of the episode was Novi. And mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. could you explain what, what that is again? So Novi means new life for freedom. And um, yeah. the way I came up with it was pretty much uh, my name is Richard. It comes after my dad's, which is Richard. And it's a French version of Richard. So I pretty much was like, well, with my baby and what I'm trying to create, I want to say new life, but I'm like, that sounds too generic. And then I was like, and what is my main message? Like just living that life of freedom through your purpose. So I came up with Novi and um, I took, uh, 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 I think it's called, you say it nouveau and then V. So I just chopped it up and made it Novi. And um, that's still something that's going, that's more so like the tagline, but what I'm actually doing now is freedom fit coaching, um, which all falls in line with one another. And that's since the last time we talked, I actually, that's how I started my own business as a life coaching business. And um, that's what I've been doing full time and what I've been immersing myself in. And uh, I've been loving it. It's been awesome. Very rewarding, mainly working with uh, uh, guys or boys that are usually their late teens to early twenties, but I actually have two clients that are like 10 and 11. So it can go even into the younger years, but that's what I've been doing, man. I love it. I just want to keep growing doing like a lot of workshops with them, one-on-one intervention. Um, and I'm working on my certified personal training certificate so I can just continue to just bring this whole thing to fruition and just have a well-rounded approach when I'm trying to help the next person. Awesome. And uh, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a while since uh, we last met. And yep, yep. Yeah, I can only imagine like how much we've both done since then, you know? Yeah, what do you what have you been up to, man? I know you've been you're, you've been pushing this podcast. What else has been going on yeah. with you? Uh, in September, it'll be three years, so that's exciting. Wow, that's crazy. Um, I started another show called BS with Brian and Spencer, and mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of uh, my... I live a yin-yang life. This is mm-hmm. my yin, that's my yang, so that's where mm-hmm. I'm all goofy, and uh, yeah. but we do have you know, segments or just like all of a sudden we'll get serious, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a talk show and it's all over the place. It's fun. You know, I get to laugh. I get to be who I really want to be like 100% on the show. And it helps me do that. This and that helped me do that out in the real world. You know, it helps me like, okay, this is who I am. I'm trying to understand who I am completely. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. every day I'm still trying to understand who I am. So you, mm-hmm. you think you know who you are and then like someone comes around and lets you know who you are. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, for sure. It's a, it's a, it's an ongoing process. Like, yeah. um, like we, we have so many experiences from day to day, let alone years. And people right. feel like they can't change their personality because then you're being fake or the people around you, you know, because as people, we like predictability. So if you act different and the people closest to you start to see a change, they may try to make you feel weird about it or feel like it's not authentic, but you're literally having the courage to be your authentic self, no matter what tide life takes you on. Right. 
they're growing. They're lot. They're Absolutely. literally stopping you from growing. Like for sure, that's that's awful. And yeah, like, you've heard the saying: you are the average of the five people you're around the most. Yeah, I like to say, in this day and age, it's the five things you consume the most. So that's mm. cool technology, uh, YouTube mm. videos, books, all that. So. Mm. What you take in matters so much, and that's why I don't like to watch the news. I don't like to. Mm-hmm. I I was off Facebook for three days, and it wasn't on purpose. I was just having a good time, being with myself, with with my girlfriend, with the kids, and just enjoying the now. And mm-hmm. I get on Facebook, and like it's like, man, just more and more heavy news, and it's. It's heavy. It's mm-hmm. real heavy. It's mm-hmm. heavy on me, and I don't even watch mm-hmm. the news. So I can't imagine mm-hmm. people that's consumed mm-hmm. by it, glued to the TV, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to actually get into something. Um, it's not specifically about the current news, but I know we're going to get into that. But um, kind of like exactly what you just said, like, unintentionally, I've taken a break from social media as well. Like, you know, I'll still pop on, um, show love to people you know, that I resonate with, that I follow. Right. But, like, as far as my posting, I got so consumed in what I was doing. I got so consumed in building a business. And actually, that became, like, a new high. That was a new fun, like, wake, waking oh, yeah. up every single day, you know, opposed to getting 100 likes in an hour. I'm trying to figure out how can I make $100 in an hour. And it was, like, right. the fact that you can take a dream and make it a reality and then go outside of your home or the place that you live and and literally convince others to believe in that and then gain partnerships, make money, stuff like that. And then I also am somebody who, when I speak, I don't want to just, I don't like wasting words, wasting time. Like if I speak, I have something to say usually. So a lot of times I just don't have anything to say. So I'm not going to force like trying to post and do this and do that and do that just to be active and like kind of keep your mind. It's like a racing of the mind or like it's overstimulation. And um, you know, I think a lot of pe- people, like whether it's a famous personality, um, you know, influencer or whoever, or just a common person, we get so consumed and having to post everything that like when I would be off of it for a couple of days and then just pop on just to see what's going on, show people love. I would I would think like one, not much has changed. I'm not missing much. But two, I look I, I literally had like the step back and look at it. And I'm like, people post everything about themselves every day up to and like pretty much speaking to people that don't really know them or care about them genuinely and it's literally like that becomes like a program like a machine of like you like 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 i have to show you that i just saw this flower when i was on a walk i have to show you this coffee i'm drinking like it becomes a job so then i was like when i realized what i gained from not being on it was peace of mind and actually Mm -hmm. enjoying life because part of life is having a personal time, a personal space. Like we don't, if you think about it, like you could have your closest friends or your family, even though you love them, you don't talk to them all the time, like every single day, all day, because it's like, there's some beauty in being alone. There's some beauty in experiencing things for yourself. That's how life speaks to you. Right. But if we have to like be so focused on showing everything, showing everything, what did you enjoy? What were you in the moment of? And what, like, what is this logic of doing that? I think we get so caught up in that stimulation of doing it every day that we forget about it and like taking time away is like, gives you time to grow. How we just said, 
and it gives you time for personal space and to look at things objectively like what's really going on what is this right now like you know and and th that's even if it wasn't for having a message to share i wouldn't even have social media to be honest but from the jump it was always about not being about me but about speaking this message that's coming through me you know so if i don't have nothing anything to say i won't be on right. it you know i feel it i'm the same way mm -hmm. uh, we we're we're social creatures so like if you make a post everyone sees it at once so yeah. now you don't have anything to talk about your life mm -hmm. is on on the wall absolutely so, like, how's your day going well obviously you saw how my day went I right right so right. like you, it's not a special connection you know that's a fact yep that's and a that's fact. how you learn new you learn new things through new people you can learn mm -hmm. one thing at least from every single person out there you know different mm -hmm. perspective and how are you going to do that how are you going to grow when all you're doing is doing something selfish for validation is what yeah. it really what it really boils down to and i get it we all we all have that i mean yeah. i wouldn't have a podcast you know mm -hmm. talking like that's right you know i love talking so obviously mm -hmm. like i'm not gonna be ignorant of that like for validation mm -hmm. but i need validation mm -hmm. too but mm -hmm. you know i'm still trying to make a connection still trying mm -hmm. to learn through i'm learning myself through you mm -hmm. so like it's, it's a different lens like you're showing mm -hmm. me a part of me that i don't see so like it's mm -hmm. some, something that's growing in there and i can't really do that on social media absolutely oh, and, and even and even how you said validation i don't even think like the validation may be like a little icing on the cake but when i think about it it's like i think we do this stuff because we genuinely like it like if i didn't like it i wouldn't do it just like a job i oh, don't yeah. like right for example right. like how i said like prior to us speaking i was just in the gym i go to the gym every day not because i need validation from someone it's because i no, literally yeah. love and enjoy right. going to the gym, right? So I'm doing it because I love right. it. I love how it makes me feel. I want to be strong. I want to be healthy in life, right? So when I think I'm going to the gym, I'm doing it because I, because I love it. When mm. I think of speaking or putting out a message, I'm putting that message out because I love it, because I feel like right. I have to share this. It's like, I just this is what I would talk about whether the camera was on or off. So then it's like, now if someone validates that, that's cool because it's just a oh, reminder yeah. that it's making an impact. But it's like, I feel like, I have to do it anyway so i i think we should always kind of stay grounded in the idea of like why are you doing this thing like is it because you really love it and if you really love it nothing else will take you away from it like just like someone who becomes successful right. let's say it's a musician and you know they blow up they got a hit song it goes crazy if that person is in the club all day after that and is just loving the fame because people know their name and then they become broken another year they didn't really love that thing but if you go to the studio because you love making music even if you're getting this acclaim this this fame or whatever every now and then you may go out you know it's the icing on the cake cool but you're going to be committed to that studio because you love that thing you're doing it you're doing it because it's a part of your soul like this is what i'm about and i have to mm -hmm. it's speaking through me i'm just the outlet and i have to do this thing regardless whether it blows up or doesn't you know what i'm saying yeah, that's a really healthy way of looking at it and mm -hmm. like you can use everything as a tool so you can use social media for for good for positivity for sure mm -hmm. and i i totally understand that mm -hmm. but I, I i just think it, there's people who it's more for and people who it's like us where 
we're on there. It's cool. Every once in a while, you know, make a post. You know, we do our Absolutely. passions. We share our passions. And, you know, like, we like to see what others are up to. But, like, mm-hmm. we, we're not so much of the everyday, you know. Mm-hmm. Def- mm-hmm. Definitely definitely different in that department. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good yeah. way to look at it. And I hope people do look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many times where I just see, like, absolutely, absolutely. And there's a lot of times where I see, like, just mindless posts. I'm like, you just posted that because yeah. you wanted to post something today. And I'm like, yeah. that's just, I'm not a fan of it. I'm not, and like, and like right. I think it's because they listen to people that say, you got to post every day, you got to post every day. If someone supports you and, you know, you have a following, they're going to be there when you get back. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. It's like, it's just like family or like someone that is really in contact with you or like has a, has, has a, a genuine feeling towards you. How many friends do you have? Like, oh, we didn't speak in three years and then we link up. It's like we never left. It's the same exactly. thing. It's, this is, it's, yeah. We're dealing with people. It's the same thing. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. It's, it's all about mm-hmm. the intention and like, like they know you didn't abandon them. They know you right. have a life. They have a life. Right, right. Yeah. And that, that's, that's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, why, why do you think people get offended by that kind of stuff? Get offended by what? By, um, like, oh, uh, yeah. if you, if you haven't called or if you haven't contact, like, um, any kind of contact. I think it's because, you know, there, there could be multiple answers to that question because there's different variables in people's lives. But I would say, ultimately, I can only speak from my frame, my reference point. Um, if someone's that worried about it, that means that they're not on their purpose. Because if you were on your purpose, you would be busy all the time too, and you would get it. Now, if someone, right. again, there's people who are just not genuine with you, and it's like they're not up to anything, and they're just, you know, they're just choosing not to reach out to you. But right. even if you're on the receiving end of that, you were created for a reason. You have a, we have t- our time is rented here, and we're put here for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, right. and, and a purpose, a purpose by definition is the reason why something exists or is created, and it can also relate to a task or a goal. So, you know, there has to be something like even if it's the silliest thing that you're pulled towards that you can't even control you don't have to think about your purpose it's something that um you're pulled towards or you can't help but to like be attracted to and you want to do it and be around it all the time so with Mm -hmm. that being said once you have the courage to follow that you're going to have something to keep you busy anyway so if someone's being fake or I don't hear from them for whatever reason, or it's because they're genuinely busy. I'm not going to make a big deal about it because I'm busy too. And it's like, I get it. And I also right. realize that they have other things going on in their life. They may have family issues. They may be dating someone. They may be going through a whole bunch of stuff where, you know, my close, close circle will at least talk maybe once a week. But um, outside of that, it's like, okay, I mean, they're busy or I'm busy. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really stressing it that much where I'm getting consumed by that, you know, where I'm getting so like caught up and uh, offended by it, you know? Right. I like to think we have like like a like a tank of energy. We can only put out so much energy at once. I would like to say mm-hmm. we can only put energy in one direction at a time. I would I would right. like to say. So like right. you have to pick and choose in your life what do you wanna what do you wanna water, you know, what do you wanna give energy to, what do you want to mm-hmm. grow in your life, mm-hmm. you get to choose. So mm-hmm. those are people and those are passions and purposes and mm-hmm. and yourself should definitely be in there. That should be number one. You should definitely mm-hmm. you're always with you. So you yeah. definitely are 
are the most important person in your life. So if, if you take care of you, you're taking care of everyone else because mm-hmm. you're being healthy. So you're showing them by example, mm-hmm. but also you're not toxic, you're not feeding them toxic energy. So really good to focus on yourself. So like, yeah, I, I like to think that. And I, my energy is highly in my purpose. It's mm-hmm. in my kids, it's in my work, and then mm-hmm. it's in my girlfriend, like mm-hmm. me, and then my close circle friends, like not all in that order or whatever, but like, it's mm-hmm. just, I have very, very few instead of spreading my energy thin, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I like, I like to have a, a tight circle focused mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's the way I like to look at it too. No, I like that. I like that, especially with the energy thing. And I agree 100%. Like, you can't be available for the next person if you're not taking care of yourself. You're only going to bring baggage, negativity, discontent. And no one wants that. You know, it's selfish. It would be selfish for you to bring that to them. You got to work on yourself and and do what makes you happy. And then you'll be available for others. Take care of yourself and you'll be available Mm -hmm. for others. And that's why I like that you're doing the coaching, you know, for the teenagers and, and younger mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I, I wish I had that, you know, but mm-hmm. I think that is something we need to focus on for the future because if we do have that, they're going to learn and grow up and contribute to society how, you know, for a better future, for a better right, absolutely. America, you know, and absolutely. I think that's a good, good movement to do. Is like mm-hmm. really focus on that, and that I mm-hmm. I try to do the same thing with. That's what I why I do the podcast. You know, mm-hmm. you work on yourself. Mm-hmm. You, and you're like, this is amazing. I want to share the love. For sure, for sure. I think we're doing a good job at that, though. As yeah. the podcast community, the YouTube community, and mm-hmm. you know, influencers and all that, and coaches mm-hmm. and writers. Mm-hmm. And I think we are making a dent in that. I think we're doing good. I think so. I think so. But then what are we battling? We, are we battling uh, uh, mainstream media? Like, or the politicians? Like, mm-hmm. who, who are we battling? Because we're trying to help people, but, like, why are people needing the help? Like, why are they in such a bad spot? Now, I get circumstances, like, parents, mm-hmm or like you know trauma you know stuff like that you know i understand Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. but do you you think there's media and like uh another force out there that's doing the opposite of what you and i might be doing yeah well i mean i think that's a great question and um the way i like to look at it is like before we even look outside of ourselves, um, we have to understand that within ourselves, we have two sides. We have that light side and that dark side. And everyone, you know, people may want to say, oh, I don't have a dark side. We all have a dark side, whether that's anger, jealousy, greed, um, whatever it is, there's something in you that is not going to be acceptable or like commendable by society. And I think, right. and I think that, we have different stimuli in life that excite both sides. So, you know, there's different things that's going to uh, help to nurture the path that you're on. 
in a positive way. There's things that's going to help you be uh, a better person. And there's some other things that's going to um, uh, complement or arouse that darker side. And it's just about which right. one do you give the most energy to? And just like how we're doing positive stuff on social media, there's people doing the opposite, you know, yeah. for whatever their reasons may be. If you're a kid going to school, you're going to see different influences as well. And I think that the most powerful people and the most successful people are able to recognize both, that there's both sides mm -hmm. and be able to like control their dark side. Like for me, it's like any pain that I've been through, depression, anxiety, stuff like that, um, self-doubt or people put me down. I literally use it as fire behind going this direction mm -hmm. where someone else can take it as like, well, you know what? I'm going to be consumed by the darker side and say, forget the positive side, and I'm going to make everyone else feel my wrath, whether that's right. through promoting negative stuff, whether that's doing physical harm to other people, whether, you know, it's abuse in some way, verbal or however, like, it's about knowing, being self-aware and knowing that we have both sides and not feeling, because I think that there's also ways where people, people are made to feel guilty about having a not so, um, uh, uh, commendable or like uh socially acceptable side and if you and if you like feel too guilty about it you're going to say well something must be wrong with me anyway and i'm just going to go fully on that side anyway because i'm already messed up but no we all have it and it's about knowing that i think that we are driven by happiness pleasure freedom the desire for those things at least and even if someone is doing something bad they're doing it because it's making them feel good in a certain way, which is like kind of twisted, but it's like, instead of just looking for the organic happiness, they have kind of been consumed by their darkness and like get happy by putting it on other people, like um, more sadistic type of thing. But if you realize that, no, you can still have all the things that are pleasurable in life. You can still have things that make you happy that are positive and actually just learn how to control and tame and use that dark side, then you're going to be, you're going to be able to be almost unstoppable, unstoppable because anything that comes towards you, you're going to see as a challenge or like fuel to like give you more of the reason to go the opposite way. It's just like how two kids can have the same upbringing. One goes left, one goes right. It's about how you use it. How do you right. use that pain, that darkness that we're all going to go through? Do you crumble? Do you, do you, do you take it out on other people or do you, let it strengthen you and say, well, now I'm going to be even better and greater than I thought I could be because I have more motivation, you know? Oh, exactly. We, mm -hmm. we don't have control of much, but what mm -hmm. we do have control of is what we should focus on. We should not focus on things we can't control because if you do that, you, it's not, it's not going to work out. But if you focus right. on what you can control, which is choices, so your dark side can come up. You can mm -hmm. have thoughts that are just like, why did I have that thought? I don't mm -hmm. want to have that thought. You could have anxiety. You could, you could have extreme narcissism. You could be mm -hmm. very angry, be very mm -hmm. insecure. We all mm -hmm. can at any time. Mm -hmm. But your choice mm -hmm. is to feed into that or not. Right. You, you can sit in it. And then you can feel it, and then you can get through it, or mm -hmm. you can give into it and start right. going going just crazy, you know. Right. And right. I, under I understand. I've 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 been there, you know. 
I get it. But like once you start understanding that, then you can listen to your emotions. People, you don't, people don't like other people. I don't like people telling me what to do. Right. So why right. should I let my emotions tell me what to do? Then That's I'm not in control. I'm not in the driver's seat. My mm-hmm. emotions are. Yeah. You know, emotion, emotions are important, but we need to listen to them and decide. We are the driver of, in our life. We need to decide where we're going. We can't mm-hmm. be going towards the, the negative side. It happens, mm-hmm. you know, we're human, mm-hmm. but like we, we need to understand directions in our life. And I think emotions mm-hmm. help us with that. Yeah, which is and what you said about even like thoughts, like you, you have a thought and you're like, why did I have that? I don't want to have it. That's yeah. why I love mindfulness and meditation because mm-hmm. like, yeah, me too. just, just like the heart beats, we don't control that. Just like our food digests, we don't control that stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, our bones grow, hair falls out. Like we don't control it. Right. But we think we control everything of the brain. Like even right. just how you can listen to the heart and just like mm-hmm. listen to it, observe it, understand like I'm a part of this body. The brain is going to do what it does regardless. It's going to be thinking stuff. It's going to be active. It's going to be trying to calculate things. If you step back and just observe it, you'll realize that it's just a thought that's coming in and it goes right out. Like the airwaves. It's like it comes in, goes out, then another one comes in. Then you, once you step back and feel like, and realize I'm not my thoughts, then you know what your source is and you know what thoughts right. you want to entertain. You find right. out what your source is and anything that's aligned with that is what you follow. It's kind of like, uh, this analogy of if you're at your house right now and someone knocks on your door, you go to the door and you look through the peephole. And you're like, oh, I don't want that person. I'm going to close yep. the door and, and, and they're going to they're gonna go away eventually. Or you can entertain it and say, hey, come, oh, who's, come on inside. Hey, have a seat. Hey, did you see right. this movie before? Are you thirsty? Once you start entertaining a thought just like that, it's, it's in. It's in just like someone's in yeah. your house and now you're yeah. at its mercy type of thing. And it, it's it's a constant practice for sure, and mm-hmm. it's it, it's just a tool we have, and you have to sharpen tools. And they need to be mm-hmm. constantly sharpened. So that's mm-hmm. just something we have to work on, and it's kind of part of it is part of our life. We're human beings; we're not human doings. So we should be, right. and we should experience this life, and that's part of the human experience. We're always like about that. doing. Always about doing, accomplishing, accomplishing, and what happens? Get that done. It's on mm-hmm. to the next thing. On to the right. Next. Success, money, fame doesn't do anything. Once you get it, it's like now what? I thought I'd be happy, but I'm not. Yep. I like that. I like that. It's very true. And that's even like what why I said what I said in the beginning. Like do things because you love it, not yeah. because. You're looking for a certain result or a certain destination right. because, again, you may not be happy at that destination or when you get it, when you get to that destination, it's like, okay, now what? Now you throw it all away? No. Do it. Right. Look at it as a lifestyle. Like, I love this thing and I'm doing it because it has some form of purpose and meaning behind it, whether it's making you healthy, helping the next person, whatever the case may be. You know what I'm right. saying? Do it because you love it. That's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Man. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> So there, uh, there's stuff going on right now, obviously, in the world. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I wanted to talk a little about, about that and uh, mm-hmm. see um, what we can do to move forward as 
honestly, I'll be honest. I want to know what I can do to move forward. It may not be anything big, but like what I can do. And from my perspective, that would be just talking to the people I know in my life. You know, mm-hmm. I feel I feel like this, I want to be educated, and then well, I want to listen. I want to educate myself, and then I want to spread my my knowledge to people that are uneducated. So other white people, you know. That's, yeah, I get what you're that's, saying. That's what I want to do. I think. I understand that, and I respect that. Um, well. It's, this is a loaded topic, and I mean, you know, seeing right. what's going on, seeing what's going on, that, you know, I, w- I would be lying if I didn't say that it evoked a certain amount of anger within me, because, right. you know, we live in, you know, it's 2020 now, and sometimes it's easy to kind of forget that, you know, there's different racial battles or wars going on, even behind mm-hmm. the scenes, whether it's economics, politics, uh, even in a day-to-day job profession, like trying to get a certain position, Right. You know, because I think that compared to, let's say, the 60s or times before that, overall, as races were more intertwined. So it's easy to kind of forget that, though. I mm-hmm. always, you know, kind of have you have it in the back of your mind. But when you see things that are so brute and like harsh nowadays, it's like, damn, like, man, shit really didn't change for some people. So right. I remember you know, I was watching. Uh, I, I saw uh, Dr. Dre speaking on this on this um, topic, especially with the George Floyd. And he was saying that, like, when I saw the officer's knee on that man's neck, it felt like his knee was on all of our necks. Like, this is what mm-hmm. some people feel about us. Right. And, um, you know, you know, I, you know, and, and, and like I said, when I saw that same video, I was very upset as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, but at the same time, I'm not someone that reacts to emotion right away. I always try to, I always try to be a logical person. Just by nature, I'm very analytical, very logical. And we've had, now I'm not taking anything away from it, um, as far as the social media support and everyone, you know, showing black love and black support. But um, I'm more concerned with what is going to happen next? What are we going to do next? Because we've done this time and time again. We've protested. We've posted on social media. It's a wave. And then two months from now or whatever, where we at here silent and yeah right and we forget again and then in 2022 something will happen so yeah i want to see real change man i want to see laws changed of course i want right. to see those those men who did that to george okay. floyd and um all the re- other recent cases i want to see right. them um convicted not just charged but convicted right but i also want to see some change like i like and i may not have the answer as to what that changes but it has to deal with like the legal system the police system has to do with like literally we we have to get in the trenches blacks whites all types of races coming together that are in those positions of power to make those changes and like make Mm -hmm. it blatant that that we support equal races on the in this country and really it should be throughout the world um but um you know and that's why i also try to focus on what i'm doing as well because like we said media can drive you all types of places they post what they want to post on media, not just mm-hmm. social media, like the news, like they only post right. parts of the story that will control a certain narrative, kind of just with COVID-19. It's like everyone got crazy, right? And yeah. sure, I'm aware of it, but I always put faith over fear. So it's like, For sure. you have, you, you know, you don't get, don't be so, gull- not gullible, but like malleable and like, 
Naive. Easy to sway. Yeah, easy to sway all types of places because of what you're being fed. Because then that right. narrator has this, the power of that circumstance. So yeah. I like to focus on what I'm doing because if I'm building businesses, right, if I'm doing stuff to follow my purpose and build a better life for myself, then I can do what? I can employ the next black man or whoever it is um, that has decent character and make effective change in the community hands-on, not through a post, right? right? That's right. my part. And someone else may want to be someone that's involved in law and stuff like that. But if we get our uh, attention swayed and we don't stay on our purpose and try to make hands-on change in our lives so that we can better the next person's life, then what are we doing? Like, just like when I told you I'm working with a lot of these kids and clients, they're all black, right? So mm -hmm. if I'm not a positive example, if I'm easily swayed by emotion, if I'm ignorant when I go to places, if I don't keep myself educated, if I don't teach them certain things, they may be that next person who shot down in five years, you know, because they're running wild. They've had hard upbringings, right? And people don't understand them. So I teach them all the time how to put logic over emotion and a whole host of other things like getting them jobs, helping them follow their purpose and making the most out of themselves because they feel like they have a ceiling on their lives based on what's, ha what's happening, um, what's happened to them and, and kind of in some way their current circumstances. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I just believe that the best thing to do is to be aware. I support the people who right. are protesting. I do think it's necessary. I support the people posting on social media. But I want to see what happens next. Like, don't just make this a wave. Let's make right. some concrete change that prevents this from happening in the future. Yeah, I, I believe everyone has good. The, the, the intentions are good. All the mm -hmm. protests, all the postings, I believe everyone's mm -hmm. intentions are good. And they may not know what to do after that, but they're just they're saying, hey, I'm trying. And I, when, when you're saying about the law changing, I was thinking the same thing, and I was thinking like whole new government, basically, mm -hmm. like for like, sure, re re redesign the government, the the way that we're still working working with the government that's been founded on America, and that we all know that doesn't work. So right. we literally need to make a new one, like a new America, mm -hmm. basically. It's a new like, world. It's a new world. Yeah, so we have to. It is. Like it's crazy. I don't do. know. There, I don't know if you hear. I don't know if you hear, but as soon as we start talking about it, there's like a lot of thunder going on over here. It's crazy. <laughs> but, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm not hearing okay. it. But okay. There, well, there could be more. I I think there's two options. One, we do it in a very uh, like in a uh, like by making new laws and slowly redesigning the government, or like sit down and do the like the the Declaration of Independence of the Now, like remake every mm -hmm. all that stuff, or mm -hmm. just overthrow the government. Like mm -hmm. that, what you want in this world? Like, like seriously, awful. Then we, we're yeah. gonna risk having Big Brother, and like, then we're gonna have. Oh man, I don't want that. But yeah. that, that yeah. it's, that's one of the two. It's it's the pressure is so hard right now. It's gonna get harder. And it's going to get to a point where it's impossible to forget. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. So like, and it's like, okay, if we do have to try to force new laws in there, 
do we call the politicians of the now? Like, what do we, what yeah. do, we do with that then? So yeah, it's in it's our not- hands to run for government and do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that man, that's that's a tough one, man. Yeah, and I think um, you know it may it may get worse before it gets better because there's a lot of people who are angry and it's like yeah. they're in the streets every single day. So there's yeah. going to be more police to person confrontation, mm-hmm. especially if these guys don't get convicted. I honestly see police officers dying, like like some crazy like people are just going to start going crazy, like maybe yeah. shooting cops. Like I really don't know, but like whatever yeah. happens, I do believe that you know, it will eventually get, it will, it will make change. But like, I think it will make change. Um, there was something else I was going to say about, um, hopefully for the better. Yeah. Know, like hopefully yeah. it's not more police and cracking down that way. Cause that's not better. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the police, I think we need more rigorous training and it should be harder to be a police officer. Right. And you should right. have constant testing. It should be rough. It should be like, Probably to be a Navy SEAL, like that hard. Like it should be yeah. like for real. Yeah. Like, that's how and, like, I people see it. even say Yeah, like people even say like it starts at home, then you know, the family, then the community, because racism isn't like a gene you have. It's literally taught. So they've showed right. studies where like there's a kid who's like seven and he's looking at two dolls. There's a black doll and a white doll, and they said which one's the bad doll? And he pointed to the black one. Like it's like it's just okay. crazy. Like but it's like people it's it's, it's just it's just certain programming, like, and I mean, we have to literally yep. change our mindset and understand that just because the pigment of someone's skin is different, that right. um, that's not a weapon. That doesn't make them bad. Like, honestly, this right. is how silly skin color is. My mother is albino. Like, she doesn't have, like, the red eyes and stuff, but she has white skin, uh, blue eyes, or green eyes. She has blue eyes uh, with blonde hair, right? Mm-hmm. You, you may think she's Spanish. I, you may think she's white. I'm not sure. But literally, she's a black woman. She's a right. black woman. And right. so if someone sees her from afar, they're like, okay, yeah, she's smart. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, whatever. And then my dad is a little darker than me. So it's like, mm. it's crazy. Like, it's literally just pigment of skin. That's it. Because right. we're 99.9% the same, you know, if you're born healthy, as far as the way your mm. brain functions, all that other stuff. Like, we're literally start at the same. And the, and the Human Genome Project proved that. But it's like, we, we stay where we start at the same playing level or playing field like as far as base ability and it's like mm-hmm. like even growing up like when i'm hanging out with my family talking with my family just growing up literally like if anyone else came to our house they think we're real cool we're smart we're like whatever like everything is like like you know th- why not love them right then you learn that like because as a kid you're naive to all that and then you learn yeah. like oh wait there's actually people that don't like us like there's it's just weird like racism is literally right. a weird thing and i think yeah. it and i think I think it's like a power control. It's probably based on power and control, but it's just like at its base, it's like it just doesn't even make sense that like so much damage over hundreds and hundreds of years has happened literally because of pigmentation in your skin. Right. It doesn't make sense to me. It, it, it doesn't. And yeah, someone decided to use it as a weapon when uh, it's, you can use anything for bad, you know? Yeah. And you can use yeah. it for good or bad. That's why... It, I don't know, man. It's 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 good because diversity. It mm-hmm. it's, it would be boring if everyone was the same. Right, like, right. It's it's very diverse. It's fun. It's it's yeah. New experiences, new people, like with new stories. Like to me, that's awesome. You know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. 
someone out there wanted to use it as a weapon, and it. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, mm-hmm. it, it, it. Hopefully, it gets better, and hopefully, uh, I don't know. Hopefully, we see it in our lifetime. Yeah, hopefully, we see it in our lifetime. It's going to take a while to like really make like where people don't even. You can't you can't not see skin color, but you know, people don't even associate it with anything lesser, you know. And um, I saw Shannon Sharp speaking about it on uh, Undisputed, which is like a sports station and stuff. He was talking about how the only way you can literally have your knee on someone's neck until they die is if you saw them as less than you. Like we have to get to the yeah. point where oh, like yeah. we don't see we don't see another race as less than us. Like we have to we have to get over that part. Like. So it just takes a lot of reconditioning. Um, and with new generations, it's like from the start, you have to make them aware, like, this is not the case. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is not. It, yeah. It, 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 it's old ways and old mentality and passed on generations. You know, if, if, you're, if your dad is one way, you're you know, going to rub off on you. And you can either do the exact opposite of what he did because you can see it and you despise it and you're like i'm gonna change it for the good or you can do the same exact thing and then you have a kid and it just keeps going so i think we are doing better by awareness for sure with social media and just for the whole it feels like people want want this you know there's there's, there's definitely a good majority out there that's the opposite but you know they're hiding you know or they're yeah. they're in the closet and then there's people who do it yeah. like like with george floyd you know out in the open and brute force and mm-hmm. you know and that's the thing like it's being filmed now like imagine how many yes. instances are not caught on camera if nobody right. was if no one was around to record that we wouldn't even know about the george floyd situation because right. even in the police report, the cops didn't even mention anything about a knee being on someone's neck. They didn't even yep, mention they, it. So, like, imagine right. even before social media, how many right. was how many cases, and then even during the social media era, when there's no cameras around, that people are just bold yeah. enough to record it. Because most people, you right. see a cop, I'm, I'm not getting involved with that. I'm I'm walking away. Like, like seeing that is like a whole other story. So, um, right, you know, and, I'll, and <laughs> the camera on was like the a car couple years too. ago. What yeah. was that? Oh, I think and the cameras you know on the car and then on their uniform, I think, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Like, my thing is, what happened to literally detaining the dude? Like, if you want to put the handcuffs on him, why is he not just sitting in the back of the cop car, if anything? Like, you right. know, it may not, you know, people may argue that that shouldn't even happen based on what the, what the, um, what his, what he did. But the thing is, like, 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 why do you have to detain that way? I don't get that. Like, just put him in, like, sit him in the car until you figure out whatever the issue is. Like, right. why did it have to get to that point? I don't get it because I didn't see him getting aggressive, violent, anything mm-hmm. like that, you know, prior to. Um, and it was funny. This is a little separate, but it relates. It was, like, two years ago. I was going to put out this um, this post, which I knew would shake people up. And I was like, nah, let me not do it. And I asked my cousin about it. Um, he was like, yeah, don't say it like that. But, like, off the top of, top of my head, I was going to say... Uh, same race relationships are played out. Now, obviously, I, I don't not, like it's a quick way to just say a point, but I don't, you know, I, I think that also same race relationships are beautiful. But what I was yeah. trying to say was that 
imagine if everyone mixed in about a hundred years or however long we wouldn't even know what different races like you're we're right. all a little bit of this a little bit of that a little bit of this a little that, bit of yeah. that where it's like that's gonna that, happen that's maybe one way to end it yeah like maybe yeah. maybe that's the way you erase racism like literally everybody yeah. mate with someone outside of your race that's a yeah. law like obviously it can't <laughs> be a law that would be like sound crazy but like imagine <laughs> if it did we wouldn't have everyone would be intertwined with every part of history because that's my great-grandfather right. who did that my grandfather was that my everyone will be literally intertwined after a while right but it still doesn't fix the actual problem within us it just mm -hmm. lets us not avoid it lets us avoid it right so right like, absolutely like that, that, that police officer like you said he has a superiority complex so it's not mm -hmm. necessarily it, it is his fault he did it but like there's people who let him be a police officer. They, True. They, the system let him in there, so they right. are responsible. They need mm -hmm. to not let this happen again. What can we do to not let this happen again now? Yeah. Even though this is happening over and over and over and over, but like, what can they? What's the next step they can do to screen for people with superiority complexes? They got so many personality tests today that I don't know how they don't do it. Like you have right. to have like honestly, there's also um, it's also a fact that most police officers are psychopaths. Like I, that's I, what they yeah. register. That's what they kind of right. like. Uh, they kind of like um, uh, identify as like once they take a test. Like even if they're not a hundred percent, it's like you have a, you're pretty high in that category because you have to go into situations where you have to not really care and be all caring and be like, oh, no, I'm going to let this guy go. Like, sometimes, you know, right. you have to be, depending on the situation, a little more, like, you know, uh, I don't know the word, but, like, more violent or more whatever. But, well, yeah, um, you're, you're, the, so you're, the you're the killer, but, like, you're using yeah. it for good. You're trying, yeah. you're trying to use it for good, you know? So yeah. it's like if, if you want to murder people, I, I'm, this is getting dark, but, like, yeah. go to war. Go, go yeah. with our military. You know, yeah. you want to shoot people. I mean, uh, yeah, it's dark, but you're using it, you know, for, good. for that versus doing it here in the States, you know. Mm -hmm. But then, yikes, we'd have to get rid of police. Yeah. Like you I said. Mean, we'd, be, um, we'd be cool. Honestly, we would be. Let's say police didn't exist. Mm -hmm. And then we just, we do, we do what we used to do as tribes. Like, mm -hmm. you just kind of mm -hmm. like, you know, you deal with it yourself. Right, right. You gotta build up your own live weapons live and at, go through it. Yeah, yeah. Live as people, really. You just kind of yeah. eye for an eye if it comes down to that. But most of the times, we don't fight with each other. Like, right, when I go to right. work, when I go to work, when I go to the store, when I hang out with my friends. I mean, but I mean, I, I think, I do, do think we, too, I, though. Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's the thing. That all cops aren't bad, um, and we see stuff on social media where there are cops who are taking a stand with the protesters. Yeah. Like, no, this is wrong. Um, but even what you just said about like someone who goes to the army or someone who's a police officer, like learning how to take that dark side, it goes back to what we said earlier. Right. Uh, learn how to take that dark side and control it and tame it. Like, right. I was watching this interview with Tim Grover, who was uh, Michael Jordan's personal trainer for 15 years, and he was saying like we all have that dark side that he was talking about, like the greatest, like Jordan, Kobe, people like that. They know how to control it. Like Kobe knew when to be the black Mamba, when to be Kobe, like how to switch it on, right. switch it off. 
Jordan right. knows how to be the greatest of all time. Then he also knows how to switch off and play baseball and be one of the guys and be humble, right? So right. he also made the analogy of like, um, like okay, so Batman has uh, Bruce Wayne and then Superman has Clark Kent. But he wanted to make the case that we actually are that dark side. We actually are the dark right. side that we right. know how to control because he said, okay, so... Okay, so and based on those on those um, superheroes, is he really Bruce Wayne or is he really Batman? Is what's mm -hmm. name really Clark Kent or is he Superman? He's like, no, he's really Batman. He's really Superman, but he has to. It's like going to work. Like when you're on your purpose and you're going after it full throttle. Like, um, you, you know, you're, you're killing it. You're building something. You're whether you're an entrepreneur, you're just moving up in your corporate job. You're going hard, going hard, going hard. Then you come home. You take it easy. You relax, you unwind, you hang out with the girl, with the girlfriend or wife or your kids. That's you, but you're really that ambitious person. Like that's who I really am. But I learned yeah. how to control it. I know how to use it for good, for example. You know, like they use it right. to fight off bad guys and stuff. Yeah, we all wear masks and we need to know when to take them off, when to put them on, when to switch them. And like, you know, like if you're angry, you know, you got that mask on. You're like, I know I can't be angry for long. I know how to deal. I found a way to deal with my anger. What mm -hmm. it, it may, maybe you take up MMA or you work out mm -hmm. or, you know, you find mm -hmm. a way to do it in a healthy way. And if you don't, it's going to come out regardless. Yeah. So it's going to come out in an unhealthy way. If you don't choose right. the healthy way. Right. Yeah. And that's what I think is happening with some of these cops nowadays. They're not taming that. Like right. that side can be used maybe for someone mm -hmm. who, you know, you really have to, um, you know, you have to, you have to take that out on because they're really a threat, you know, and they're really harming another individual or whatever the case may be. Or, you know, you got to learn how to compartmentalize. Maybe you take up uh, jujitsu, you go to the gym more, you do different things to get right. that extra energy out. But, and this goes back to how we said, you take care of yourself first. If you're not taking care of yourself first, you're going to try to cause disruption. Man, what if they required on duty mindfulness before they start their shift and then when they are going to leave their shift at the station or whatever and they all are required to do mindfulness training? I think that would be great. That would be great. Yeah. It would be great. There has to be new screening. Um, there has to be new uh, ways. And like even maybe daily reminders and tasks before they go out to work. Yeah. So that they stay in that frame of why we're doing this thing. Then what is our job? And the people next to them have to be accountable. I don't care if he's your chief commander or whatever the rankings are. If this is wrong, you check them. Like, no, we don't do that. Like, stop right. it. They, like, because there was three other police officers outside of the guy who had his knee on George Floyd's neck. No one stepped that's, up. That's more messed up to me. Than like, that's the, the crazy part. Yeah. Yeah. That, I wouldn't stand for that. That's messed up. Yeah, like, I know myself, I would have said, hey, man, yo, take it easy, man. Let's just put him in the car. Or, like, hey, man, like, yeah. you can't breathe, man. We got to, we got Like, they literally said, I saw on social media, it said, uh, a new law is going to be passed that if a person says they can't breathe, you have to position them where they can, um, uh, where they can access their airways. I'm like, that's yeah. common sense. Like, really, we have to pass that law? Like, hello, that's right. common sense. Really? Right. Like, come on now. Right. Right, it's just that's like, uh, putting a warning label on coffee that is hot. Right, exactly. <laughs> like that's um, like that's like having a sign on the door that says "Turn the knob." <laughs> like, yeah. like yeah. really, dude? Like, come on now. <laughs> well, that goes uh, 
the school systems too. They need to work on stuff like that and start doing mindfulness training and, you know, like a a basics on philosophy, you know, it doesn't need to be crazy, but like something that can make them see the world as it is and see Mm -hmm. themselves as they are. Mm -hmm. I didn't have that in school growing up, nothing like that. And And, and like, Maybe maybe I it would stick with me. Maybe I didn't. Maybe it, I didn't have to wait until I was twenty six years old to go. Who the hell am I, and why the hell is my life awful because of me? True. You know, yeah, I could have avoided all that. For sure, for sure. And my thing is, like, I don't know if this would be good or bad, but like, like maybe even in schools, since you brought up schools, it's like maybe let's stop talking. Let's stop teaching slavery and talking about it because even if you teach it, and then you say. Okay, now that's not how we're supposed to be, though. You already planted the idea and the seed in someone's head. So I don't know if it's yeah. a good thing because then we may just be ignorant of what our history is. But it's like, well, why not talk about the president and just like have an equality class or like a humanitarian class? Like, I right. feel like you're going to learn about the other stuff, you know, in your own time anyway. Like, but if the people who are educating, like, we have to give like a new, a new direction on what we kind of teach when it comes to race relations. Like if you put that in someone's head, it's like they could choose to like say, okay, well, oh, I understand what happened now. Let me be moral. But yeah, I don't know. Built- I don't know because then the history repeats itself. Maybe if we don't tell them, then, you know, maybe someone has the bright idea on their own and tries to do some crazy stuff. But like, I don't know, man, it's just something has to give. Well, like you are building a neural pathway when someone's telling you something and you can choose yeah. what to do with it. You know, you can choose like to be uh, an angst teenager and just kind of like do what teenagers do and like try to be clicky and definitely superiority complexes all over in that joint. Yeah. But like you could do that or you can do more of the philosophy of the self and yeah. learning about the self and who you are in a group and then everyone talks to each other, shares how they feel, learn about each other. But you do this like in 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 at jobs. Uh, what is that mm-hmm. called? Uh in what? Culture culture diversity, like in, in the yeah. in the work in the workforce. That's uh-huh. pretty good. They do a good jo- job at that. Yeah. So culture diversity versus racism and what mm-hmm. it is and what we should not do. Because mm-hmm. you, you, tell a, you tell a kid, don't do that. Don't eat all the cookies. Stop doing that. What do they do? They They're going to do it. They're going to do it. Reverse psychology. Mm-hmm. You want to tell them, hey, you know, don't eat your green beans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they look pretty tasty. And you, you get yeah. out a puppet or something, and be like, oh, I think it's too. <laughs> then right, they right, eat right. because they, they, they think they're funny. They, that oh, haha, you don't get to eat my green beans. Yeah, so like exactly. A little, a different angle, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. It's almost like saying, like, if if, if your mom sat you down one day and said, "Hey, son, listen, um, your dad was a murderer, um, in the past, but he's not like that anymore. We, he doesn't do that anymore. That's bad." You still gonna look at him like, "Yo, dude, like." You know, like right. what? Like you have you have that in you. So like, if you tell people like, "Hey, this is what we used to do," but hey, we don't do that anymore. That's not cool yeah. anymore. Like this, it's like you're still planting the seed, kind of. So like, it's wow. a thin line between being ignorant to what history is, and then like, wh- at what point are we reteaching it? Like even when like all these slave movies come out, like okay, we get it already. Like literally, like every like five years, I feel like a new one comes out where like 
we need a reminder. Right. Like, do we really need a reminder? We know what's going on. Like, we know what happened. Um, let's yeah. just let's let's talk about like let's focus on where we want to go. Like, it's the same thing with your own mind and training yourself. Like, if you want to, if you feel a new person emerging within you, or you want better for yourself, you want to train your your mind to be something else. You, like, you don't have to teach your mind about the old ways because it knows, like, you focus on the new habits and the new things you want to do. You read those right. new books. You do that right. uh, auto-suggestion with your mind. You only focus on these new thoughts. You meditate. Right. You do daily habits that are of this new character. You don't have someone to, rem you don't need someone to come, like, with a poster and remind you, remember you were like this? Remember, remember, remember? I don't do that. Like, I already know that. Like, I've been, right. I've, I, it was in me. So now I'm trying to, like, focus on the new thing, the new thoughts. So it's like an addiction. It's exactly an addiction. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh. and honestly, with that being said, it's an addiction to be like, to be that old, we get addicted to our thoughts. We get addicted to yeah. our ways. It's so easy to stay like that. And like, sometimes even sadness or anger, it gives you like that self comforting. Like, like I have like, like self pity, like it feels good to some people, you know? And it's like, it becomes addictive feeling. So like the same thing with how someone thinks, whether it's a racist mindset or whether it's just someone being lazy and they want to be, you know, more productive in life. You have to stop getting addicted to that character just because you were them for right. five years, because you may not even like it, but if you do something for five years, you may get addicted to it. Like you may not love cigarettes, but like it was a habit. My mom always had one around. I just kept smoking them. And now I hate these right. things, but I keep smoking them. Like we don't even necessarily love our addictions, but it's like, it's habit. We're creatures of habit. Just like when people, you know, will say, oh, you're being fake because you changed, even though you're being authentic with your new self. Uh, mm -hmm. It's just a habit. So we get addicted to certain habits, routines, regularities. And when you try mm -hmm. to break that, there's a little friction and tension. It doesn't feel good. But if you just keep going, keep uh, staying the course, you will end up becoming that new person. Right. Uh, um, similar to the gym, like, if you have you're doing a workout you got to keep that form don't break the form keep the form like you you your muscles may get so tired that you want to break it a little bit but you keep it how you're supposed to and you grow stronger and then the exercise becomes easier it becomes almost on autopilot just like the mind it's like i don't even think of it no more i just do it the right way all the time because i trained myself time and time right. again even when it was hard to be that way and also you're you're that you did the training but you're still always training mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. like you can you can do something and you can fall off absolutely so, like that's why we have to keep practicing that and yeah the school systems need to be changed up big time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We, definitely, we need to start teaching people how to be people which is funny yeah it's crazy it's crazy man it's crazy so uh you got anything coming out future um let me think off the top of my head uh well the next thing that's coming out is my book the road to freedom um i think when we spoke last time i think i may have even had a different title for it um i can't even remember what the old one was uh but anyway it's the it's the road to freedom it should be out within the next month um you know, I've started my own life coaching business since the last time we spoke. So if there's anyone who needs a life coach, I do do it digitally or virtually as well. And I do it in person. I actually have, I want to, I've already have this part done that I'm about to tell you, but it's actually a life coaching program that you can do online where 
you can sign up for the course and you get about eight videos that you can have forever. They're like a decent length. Uh, a lot of them around 10 minutes, some maybe a little longer, depending on the topic. You get like worksheets sent to you as well as a one-on-one -on -one session with me every week. That's the digital version, but that's going to be available after I publish the book. But it's already done and in the tuck waiting. So I just feel like it makes more sense if someone has a deeper reference point of who I am, where I'm coming from, and what I think about freedom and finding your purpose. And then if you resonate with that, you can actually get the it like the person, like the the in person if you're close enough or you know, virtual person to help you work through your life in this framework. Um, yeah, I mean, I have a clothing line out, which is Novi oh, Apparel. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Novi Apparel. It's on uh, my website, richardneal.com. You can find a whole bunch of different designs, and I'm going to continue adding new designs there. Um, I have a podcast as well called the Competent Conversations Podcast. It's, me, it's with me and one of my other buddies, so you can find that podcast on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube. Um, we try to be on every platform or as many as possible um and that's it right now i'm working on my certified personal training certificate once that comes you know i'll be trying to help people um live a healthier lifestyle in that fashion but um off the top of my head those are the things going on right now cool yeah that's man. awesome man I i'm gonna check that's out your good. podcast for sure and then uh oh, thanks who are you going through for uh personal training for uh no, oh, is it uh, a certification? Okay, cool. Eight, but I cool. think um, because like when I was calling around the different gyms that will allow me to be a contractor because I don't want to work in a gym. I want to be able to go there, have a contract right. with you and work with clients for my price or whatever and just do my program with them because I've been lifting weights for the past six years, but um, uh, actually it's going on seven years, but um. Uh, I never really went and got the certificate because I was worried about everything that I'm, you know, that I've been talking about, you know, finding your purpose, psychology, right. philosophy, all type of things like that. But fitness has right. always been a part of my life and like a serious part of my life. So I said, why not just make it a profession as well and give people, you know, your perspective of it? Because the difference with me as far as training and maybe someone else is sure they may know the mechanics like I know the mechanics, but I see mm -hmm. it from more of a spiritual approach. It's like a deeper thing. Right. It's like, adding like like you the, you grow mentally and spiritually before you grow physically like it's a whole different mindset it's like it's like those weights are symbolic with the resistance in life and if you can't lift those weights in life what makes you think you're going to lift these weights in the gym and synony synonymously like once you start lifting more weights on the gym and you like you love the pressure you love the challenge of like all right now i'm gonna add 20 more pounds on and i'm gonna push past it you adopt the same mentality when you go into the world and the pressures right. on you for different demands on you you're like hey you know I'm, I'm gonna push right through it because resistance is honestly what makes us stronger like obviously sure. in the gym you add more weight you gain more muscle in life you add more challenges up here you take on more circumstances even live a stoic lifestyle of intentionally putting yourself in challenging times and actually looking yeah. forward to it because you're going to master your mind and, and become more able. That's what it's all about. So, you know, that's why I'm excited to do that. And I'm going to give people the best training that I possibly can once that's available. So those are the things coming up, man. And, um, you know, that's, that's, that's really where I'm at with it. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for coming on. This is fantastic. I had a My pleasure, great man. Time, great conversation. 
I, I think that that's key. And uh, yeah, man, we'll, we'll keep in touch. And for yeah, sure, definitely going to talk about that book here. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. I look forward to jumping on again and having some more good discussions, man. Every time we talk, man, it's always worth something. It's always a good conversation. 